What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. A very special edition of the Hogline Podcast. That is true. Our 50th episode. Thank you all for sticking with us for this long. Um, This is number 50, and this is probably one of my favorite episodes to do. Uh, Our second annual um, NFL preview show. I did it by myself last time, but Jack is here, and we're going to do it together this time. Yeah. Um, we both predicted every single game of the NFL season. Yes, so there's an even amount of wins and losses uh, within all of our records yep. in the all of the league. Um, then we did playoffs and awards. Yeah, so this is very extensive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you um, did yours, but I, when I was looking at each team, I looked at obviously their schedule. I you know looked at their stretches of home and away games how many primetime games they had. I looked at how I looked at their overall depth chart because even though obviously I know most of the players in the team I did the I looked at their depth charts just to give like a you know like just in case I forgot about someone or just yeah, I, yeah. I I like to have in front of me when I was doing the teams. I looked at um and I also looked at uh, what what their offensive line ranking was in Pro Football Focus because don't know there I mean obviously I know the bigger names but you know, collectively as a unit, and we know a lot, but I just wanted to, like, see where their offensive line was ranked because that's also pretty important. Yeah, I looked and at uh, uh, PFF's offensive line. I did some depth charts. I say mo- I don't know, some depth charts. Yeah, but, I mean, a yeah. lot of it's just um, your gut in a yeah. way. You know, you just got to go with your instinct and how you think the teams are going to, mm-hmm. um, you know, perform this year. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, there's obviously 32 teams, so there's a lot of – you know, teams to talk about. So yes. we're going to try to keep it to, you know, roughly a minute per team, maybe five minutes per division. Um, we'll just see how it goes. We'll maybe. try to hold it. Yeah, we'll yeah, try maybe, to stick to that. I guess there will be some teams we talk about a little bit more than others because there's just naturally more to talk about. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess. What uh, division do you want to start with? I guess the I, – I don't know. I guess the AFC East, that's the first one I've written down. Right. So AFC East. Uh, we'll go with the AFC East. Um, obviously, it's the New England Patriots, New York Jets, Buffalo Bills, and Miami Dolphins. Uh, who do you have in first place? I have the Dolphins. Nice. Just kidding. I have the New England Patriots. Why can't I find this division? You go first. I got the Patriots because yeah. why wouldn't I? Obviously, it's the Found Patriots. It. Patriots at 11-5. I also have the Patriots at 11-5. Interesting. Um. I mean, I guess we don't have to get into like what games we have them losing or whatnot, but um, you know, this team doesn't seem to be slowing down. I mean, I, on our hot takes episode, I did say there could be a possible Brady decline, but you know, their division's still mediocre. Yeah. I know the Jets made improvements, but their division's still mediocre as a whole, and uh, they they've got a plethora of pretty good running backs and Sonny Michelle. James White, Damian Harris, and Burkhead. I mean, they can all—they all know their roles, and they're just very deep. Their defense is really good too. Like they've just yeah. a lot of guys that, a lot of solid guys. I mean, I—you could say Stephon Gilmore is a, a superstar, but yeah, his first um, team All Pro last year. Yeah, no, I mean he's—he's he's definitely like I one mean, of the best corners in the game yeah. right now. So I mean, but their receiving options—they're uh, getting Gordon back. Who knows how long he'll be there. Um, Demarius Thomas caught a touchdown preseason today on my dynasty team. Two. <laughs> um, I think he got two. 
too. Look at that. Yeah, but Gordon came back. That's big if he can stay the whole year. Um, Edelman was a little bit banged up throughout training camp, but he should be good to go and healthy to start the season. Um, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, Nikhil Harry. Uh, we'll see how much of an impact he has in his rookie year. So the like the ceiling for these receivers is pretty high, even though they lose Gronk. Like, yeah, they lose Gronk and Chris Hogan, but I don't. I don't right. know. Honestly, Gronk, Gronk wasn't. His impact wasn't too much of last year. It wasn't. You know? He so, had a good postseason in a Super Bowl, but he was inconsistent and he was just battling health issues throughout last year. So right. So the Patriots yeah. are an easy division winner. We yep. both have them at eleven to five. Uh, we don't have to reveal the seating right now, but sure. Um, yeah. So who do you have second? Jets. Record nine and seven. All right, I have the Jets at eight and eight. Okay. Uh, so pretty similar. We both have the Jets in second place. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they add Le'Veon Bell. They add C.J. Mosley. Uh, another year of Sam Darnold, who a lot of you know scouts have as uh, I I'm one of the most touted prospects, I guess quarterback wise i mean there's a lot of good quarterbacks that come out but a lot of people consensus wise are pretty high on them yeah just because of his finish to last year he had a great last four weeks last number of weeks I yeah he had a exactly, lot last but, a good last month of the season um so that's why people are really high on him this year because he took that first part of the last year to just develop as a quarterback and now hopefully they're in year two people are hoping he'll come into his own which he can um and except the thing that might hold him back is his passing options like receiving cord he is robbie anderson is number one probably number two jameson crowder in the slot yeah Chris herndon will be back after week four yeah the the, the receivers aren't nothing or anything they're right all right home about but yeah and i i also i think maybe Levion could be good down the stretch but i do I'm, he hasn't played in a year, so I really think he'll be rusty. If you think back to the Steelers, even when he held out of training camp or was suspended the first couple games, he always seemed to like start off a little bit slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now he has a whole year off. I wonder how that's really going to affect him, especially in the beginning of the season. I still think he'll be um, he'll be good. I mean, he's not going to be what he was, but he still will be a pretty dominant running back. He's going to be. I mean, he's for certainly an upgrade from what they had last year, of course. So. And I wanna I saw Kay Adams on FL Network say she I saw a quote She's really high on Le'Veon for some Yeah, reason. she said has there ever been a time when we have seen Le'Veon Bell on the field not being great or not being something? But at this in the same sense we haven't seen Le'Veon Bell not behind the top five O line. He's got he has to deal like this Jets O line is not good. PFF rank has it ranked as twenty eighth, I believe, and like it's definitely in the bottom ten. That could it could take an adjustment period for Le'Veon Bell, even though he's one of the most talented backs in the NFL. He's had a year off, and now he's going from one of the best to one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Yeah, so I, I just worry about the rust right. for him, but I I still think he could be good. But I think it'll take a little bit for him to get used to everything. Yeah. I think he'll de- definitely be good in the receiving game as well, especially because we yeah. mentioned their lack of options in the receiving game. So right. Donald could lean on him. So Jack has the Jets at eight. Uh, excuse me, nine and seven. I have them at eight and eight. Uh, third place, we both. Uh, I have the Bills. Who do you I also have? have? The Bills at six and ten. Wow, six and ten. So far, we only disagree on one game. Hmm. Um, Bills both have at six and ten. I like the Bills. I wanted to have them a little higher, but it just yeah. didn't really work out the way. Um, it just didn't work out the way when looking at their schedule and whatnot. Um, I think Josh Allen could be all right. I I'm still. 
I don't really know how to evaluate him. I, he did throw more interceptions than touchdowns. Um, his rushing ability kind of keeps him at least fantasy relevant. Right. I don't know how much that translates into wins necessarily. The running game's kind of a mess in my opinion. I don't really, I don't, I don't really like Devin Singletary. Oh, um, I kind of like him. You do. From a fantasy perspective, I've been kind of drafting him. I've been like getting I've been him just him. because at that point, I like to take shots on rookies, even right. if I don't really believe in, the in late them. Rounds. Rookie running backs, specifically. Yeah, rookie not running necessarily backs. other positions. But the offensive line isn't great, from what I recall. Yeah, um, I think they drafted Cody Ford in the second round. So that's, uh, yeah. They did address that slightly in the draft. But uh, the, I think McCoy's kind of done. They, they sign... Um, Gore and yeah, Gore and Yeldon. And Yeldon, a lot of old backs plus Devin Singletary, and I feel like there was rumors that one of those guys might be cut, um, just to save cap space or whatever for money reasons. Um, but yeah, the overall the run game is not very impressive. The and I Allen, just, I, even the wide their receiver right. Then also the receivers. I mean, I kind of like Beasley. And Brown as fancy options, but like, but I don't it's know. still that's yeah. Compared to the rest of the league, that's not the receiving core that you want. Yeah, that's definitely correct. Yeah, yeah. I like their defense. I like defense is solid. Yeah, I know they've got uh, Tre'Davious White and Jordan Poyer, and with the Emmons guy, I think had a good rookie season as well. Yeah. Um, so their and defense Oliver. is pretty solid, and I I want I really like I I like the Bills for some reason, but yeah, just, it just I don't know, it didn't work out. Six and ten, it just seemed right for them, I guess. Uh, last place we both have the Dolphins. Well, I'm interested to see what record you had them at. Two and fourteen. Two and fourteen. I actually have them at five and eleven. Okay. Um, I, Ryan Fitzpatrick, named the starter today, yep. over Josh Rosen. I do think Josh Rosen will see the field at some point, but Fitzpatrick has proven like he's he's not like great, but he he won't be the worst. He he won't let your team be. I don't know what I'm trying to say. He's it's weird. That's why they call yeah. him Fitz Magic. Um. But, I mean, terrible offensive line. I think they're ranked 32nd, right? Yeah, terrible offensive line. Arguably the worst offensive line in football. And the running backs. I, mean, I like Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake is talented, but he's, he's be, he has some injury. I mean, I think he'll be back. But but talk about – we were talking about how bad the Bills' weapons are. I think the worst Dolphins receiving core, yeah. could be the worst in the league, to be honest. you got Devontae Parker and, Al- and Albert, Albert Wilson, Wilson lining your like, – I that couldn't just even a, tell you another wide receiver on the top of my head. Uh, Preston Williams, but Honestly, I don't, don't even, know that name. Don't know if he'll make the team. <laughs> yeah, um, Mike Gesicki, Mike Gesicki, Mike Gesicki. Yeah, I mean uh, he has potential. He does, but like honestly, they gotta throw to someone. How? Uh, <sighs> no matter how bad this is, someone's gotta is gonna get receiving yards and second yeah. year tight ends. I don't know many players in their defense. I know Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. That's it, really. Um, it's just so, not so, much to be excited about the yeah. Dolphins. I love I I like Rosen and I everyone knows my stan I feel like my stance is kind of known on him and I like him that the Cardinals yeah, kind of shoved him up the door for no reason but he's being dealt the same hand the same terrible hand of just awful everything. But it's so, it, it is odd because I have him at five and eleven and I thought the Dolphins are going to be one of the worst teams in the league last year and they ended up going seven and nine I think. Yeah, so they can be like sneaky. They're, they're like, win always some a games. team yeah. that I think is going to be awful and for some reason they're just. They're not great, but they're just, like, average. Like, they snuck in the playoffs two years ago, right? Three years uh, ago, maybe? I think it was three. We played them. Yeah, we crushed them, of course. So, yeah. Jack, looks like you – I mean, I don't, we haven't gotten to the rest yet, obviously, but it looks like you probably have them as the worst team in the league. Um, I have them 
I think so. I don't know. I think I have one, two, three, four, honestly, five teams worse than them. So I think that they'll still be picking in the top ten, clearly, in my opinion. Yes. But uh, they round out the AFC East. And I, 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 they could be the worst team in the league, but I hope they don't draft a quarterback because I want to see Josh Allen, Josh Rosen <laughs> prosper. Yeah, anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, um, AFC what? Uh, let's do the AFC North. Okay. Um, who do you have winning the division? I got the Steelers. So do I. Um, and I honestly have become more and more confident in us winning the division. Uh, in the in the middle of the offseason, I was like, you know, I think we can. But now I'm just becoming more confident. Um, I, I mean, we've been we've said it all year. We've talked probably obviously we've talked about them the most on the podcast, but. Um, addition by subtraction. I don't think it could be stated enough. If you get rid of the distraction on a team, you will just do better. And um, see Colin Coward's list, how he ranked James Conner the 19th That's best so running back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talent so, alone, James Conner is great. But just behind the best offensive line of football, and if you want to debate me on the Cowboys, whatever, that's behind the top. Best offensive line in of the conference, we'll say. Yeah. Anywhere back soon. A top three offensive line. Yeah. Our front seven is very good. Yes. Um, I think Devin Bush, unbiasedly, is going to be, like, in, he's going to change his defense. Yeah. He's the favorite for defensive rookie of the year so far. Um, and Cam Hayward, a pro bowler. And TJ Watt, did he make the pro bowl? Yeah, he's a pro bowler. He did make the pro bowl last year. Okay. So, two pro bowlers and the favorite for defensive rookie of the year in the front seven. Um, Juju's getting 1,600 yards this year. Yeah. We're going to air it out. Going to be great. And I just think we're an overall good team, and we'll make up the production from Brown somehow. But um, Real I'm quick, who do you think the, the second option is going to be? James Washington. Washington? It's uh, tough, but I – Well, honestly, I think I said this – I don't know if you remember, but I said this to you earlier. I think uh, Moncrief will be our red zone guy. Okay. Um, but I could see Washington – Coming close to a thousand yards, maybe not reach there, but I'd say he could be in that sure. eight hundred to a thousand yard range, and whatever, maybe five or six touchdowns. I think Moncrief will be a red zone threat, and I think we'll just make up the production. We'll it'll be somewhat split between you know mainly Moncrief and Washington, but yeah. you know Vance will get in there. Maybe Deontay Johnson catches a touchdown or two, so we'll make it up. And um, we've got a top three receiver. You know, he's yeah. he's in the making of one. Um, so, oh, sorry. I did you even say what record we had? You had us at eleven five. I had us at ten and six, okay. winning the division. Um, all right, moving on. Who do you have second in the AFC North? I got the Ravens. All right, what's their record? Nine and seven. I have the Browns at ten and six. Um, I knew this is a team we'd be disagreeing on. The Browns. Uh, so I guess I'll go first and talking about the Browns. Uh, I I hate to admit it, but I just think it'll work out. I think. Well, I've, I've said it multiple times. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I think Nick Chubb will lead the NFL. In, I did say it on the Hot Takes yeah. episode. Um, I'm just, I'm really liking Nick Chubb this year. I think he's super talented. He, his season goes overlooked last year because there was just a lot of good rookie running backs, and I think he kind of just gets lost in it because he didn't even start. He didn't start off the year like that, but he closed the year fantastic. Uh, the offensive line's a little concerning. They traded that one guy. Uh, their tackle to the Giants in exchange for Adel Beckham. So that kind of, yeah. you know, diminishes their offensive line slightly. But I think they're going to feature him. I think he – and I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt at all. And he, 
that just speaks to their depth too. So they even have a Pro Bowl kind of guy waiting in the wings, even if something did happen to Nick Chubb. So they're deep at running back. Um, they're deep at wide receiver. They obviously have two very good ones. Uh, and I think Baker, like, I think he's going to be good. I really do. And he has the supporting cast. There's no excuses. I think Miles Garrett's going to be, like, he, he's already made his, his leap to his first to his second year, but I think he's going to make even more of a leap yeah. to his second to third year. And same with Denzel Ward from his rookie year to his sophomore yeah, year. I think he's emerging as a top corner, too. Uh, they're just too talented, and I think it's going to work out. Maybe they'll, you know, they'll be the media will try to pin them against each other, but uh, there's too much talent, and I think it's going to work out if, uh, unless they all get depleted by injuries. But you could say that about any team. Well, I'm going to side with the media, and I'm going to say that I think that with the new coaching regime and everything's new, and there's a lot of youth around this team. They're the youngest roster in the and NFL, and a lot of personalities. I don't think, at least in year one, I don't think this is going to be what people are hyping up to be. In the fu- going forward in the future, this team can be has like they have a future for sure. But I hate Baker Mayfield. I love Colin Coward and how he bashes on Baker Mayfield all the time. I don't think that I don't think he's mature enough to lead this team this year with all these other personalities floating like floating on the locker room. I could be wrong, but I think that. Baker's had a lot of success so far with his obnoxious and arrogance. I think he's going to have a reality check a little bit this year. I still have them at 8 and 8, but I'm at least I mean this is sure I'm a little biased, but I I think he may have a reality check and may change his approach going forward. At least I don't know. I just hate him so much. All right. Uh, well, I had the Browns at ten and six. I don't know if I said the record. You have yeah, them you at did. eight and eight. Yeah. You said Ravens in second place at uh, nine and seven. Yeah. I have the Ravens at third at seven and nine. Okay. Um, I'm not buying the Ravens at all this year. I think, um, I think Lamar Jackson could be a viable option to fantasy, but I just I don't think he can win games because I just don't trust him to throw the ball. I know people. Some people are saying he's improving as a passer, but I just don't buy it. Um, I think. Now that teams have seen him for a half of a season, I think they're going to be better at stopping him because they're just more film on him. Um, the receivers are still awful. I think Miles Boykin could be have a good rookie year, but I don't believe in Marquise Brown at the next level. Yeah, I know he's he, very I know small. He, I know he had a very good college career, and he's still obviously extremely fast, but don't trust him to stay healthy. And I just he's just he's too small for me. So. And their defense, too. That's the main reason why I don't really... Usually the defense is the cornerstone of the Ravens, but exactly. they lost Eric Weddle. Um, I, I think that... I don't know if that was in the offseason or midway through last year. He's not there. They lost C.J. Mosley, the anchor of the defense in the middle. And, I mean, I, I know Terrell, Terrell Suggs. Suggs is older, but he is a veteran and he's been there for a while, too. So that's three key guys they won't be having. And I just think their defense... It'll still be decent, but it just won't be what it has been... And I just see them – I know 7-9 is not awful, but I just see them being a little bit on that downswing this year. And I just don't believe in Lamar Jackson as a passer, and I don't think that's a long-term successful option. And he could – and he, you can't – at some point a guy's going to get hurt if your quarterback's carrying the ball 16, right. 17 times a game, which he had been doing. So my thoughts on the Ravens, uh, like honestly, think, thinking this through again, 9-7 and seven is generous. I'm not high on the Ravens. Um it's just kind of the way the things shaked out going through their schedule, in my opinion. Um, 
we said a lot of bad things. You said a lot of bad things about the Ravens so far, and I agree. They lost Weddle, Suggs, and Mosley. And defensive chemistry is so important for a defense. I feel like it's kind of, like, glossed over. But, like, those guys are were huge contributors, especially Weddle. I love Weddle. Um, and I think their defense is really going to suffer. Like, like what you said, it's been a cornerstone of their team for years. Um, I do like their run game. They have a lot. They drafted Justice Hill. They brought in Mark Ingram. Lamar can run. I think they definitely have running weapons. And I well, kind of are they going to run the ball a lot? So. Yeah, I I agree with you about their their receiver receivers and passing options. But I also agree that this is too run heavy, and in a league now you can't run the ball like they plan to do. Um, I think Lamar Jackson can pass. He was a great passer in college. And he has the tools to be a great passer. This they the scheme they implemented for him is just that they don't they don't pass. And I think that's, I mean, what do I know? I'm not an NFL coach, but I just don't think that's what they should be doing. Um, the one of the reasons I have them at nine and seven, which is again I think is generous at this point, is because of Harbaugh. I mean, he's a good coach. He's a Super Bowl champion. I think that. I doubted them last year, and they made the play. They won the division, made the playoffs. So I think that they could scrap together nine wins. Um, I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about the Ravens. Yeah. All right. So to round out the AFC North, um, we don't have to spend too much time on the Bengals, but I have them at four and twelve. What do you have them at? Six and ten. Okay. Um, yeah, I I think Andy Dalton is his time is up. Yeah. Uh, Probably will be moving on from him shortly. I don't know what his contract contract situation looks like. Excuse me. He should have drafted Haskins. I thought they were going to, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it w- would make sense. Uh, he, I mean, obviously played college football in in Ohio, so wouldn't have to move too far. Yeah. Um, honestly, they've been like, the, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Haskins grew. I think he grew up in New York or New Jersey. And he was born in Maryland, but he played college in Ohio. So, like, if he went to the Giants, Redskins, Redskins or Bengals, he all would have had, like, some type of hometown <laughs> tied to it. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. But uh, the Bengals, they drafted Ryan Finley out of NC State. Don't know if he's the heir apparent to Andy Dalton. They may be looking for um, a quarterback this year or next year. It always slips my mind, but who was their first runner that just got hurt? Jonah Williams, yeah. tackle out of Alabama. So, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Offensive line still pretty bad. AJ Green, I think his injury is probably going to be worse than it is. People are saying he's going to miss maybe one or two games. I think that could linger on longer. Yeah, I haven't been drafting AJ Green for years, um, and <laughs> definitely don't draft him this year. Like I just, yeah. I've never trusted his health for the past several years. I mean, they're they've got their defense. I don't really think it's very good. They got yeah. Geno Atkins, who's still per- kicking it and still pretty sure. good, but. Um, just not much excites me from the Bengals and draft Tyler Boyd though. Tyler Boyd is going to be a wide receiver one. Yeah, Tyler Boyd is top twelve. He's a good receiver and I think he's going to see a plenty of targets. Yeah. So I don't know. How, I don't know the quality of the targets coming from Andy Dalton and a bad offensive line, but um, a target is a target, I guess, nonetheless. So I the Bengals at four and twelve. Jack has them a little bit better at six and ten. Yeah, they could go four and twelve. I just I don't know. This is the way things shaked out when I they end up six and ten. Yeah. Yep. All right, so we got two more divisions in the AFC. Um, we will go with the AFC West, I guess, next. Um, so far, Jack and I have agreed. 
pretty much through everything. I guess the only team we disagreed. The Ravens and Dol- and Ravens and Browns. Yeah, the that's the only kind. Of, so so far, we're pretty similar in opinions. Um, I knew we were going to disagree on the Browns, but we'll go to the AFC West. Um, who do you have winning it? I got uh, the Chiefs. And at what record? Thirteen and three. Took the words right out of my mouth. I have the Chiefs at thirteen and three as well. I did have them at twelve and four before Mr. Luck retired. No, they do play the Colts. Yeah. I do remember that. So but I guess you change that to a win. Yep. Um, yeah, that's also another thing. We had to adjust this after camp. <laughs> right, I yeah. started this um, Same. before the Andrew Luck news, and I adjusted it accordingly. Um, I, I had the Colts in my AFC championship. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah you got to scale back from yeah. them there. All right, so anyway, back to the Chiefs. Um, we don't really need to hype them up more than what they already are. They are – the best team in the AFC last year, I think they kind of got lucky, unlucky against the Patriots. They have weapons all around. Um, I mean, they lose Kareem Hunt, but they didn't have the. They did not have them at, at the end of last year, but I think any running back can prosper in the Andy Reid system. Uh, Damian Williams is high on my draft boards in fantasy, um, but their run game is going to be fine. Their passing game didn't change now that Tyreek Hills is back. And they add a weapon like Nicole Hardman, which was supposed to be like the the, the replacement of Tyreek Hill, I guess. But, I mean, they're both going to be there. They're both weapons. I think Hardman is going to jump Watkins as their next wide receiver. And, obviously, they have a premier tight end in Kelsey. The best in football by and far. And the best quarterback in football, most talented football quarterback in football right now probably pat mahomes reigning mvp so the offense yeah. is locked and loaded i i think when someone says what's the best offense in football this is the yeah. first and only answer it is the correct one uh their defense worries me slightly they got rid of frank clark they traded him to the seahawks uh prior to the nfl draft um they really don't and they, they i added, don't think they have chris jones either they added tyron matthew though Tyron Matthew, if he can stay healthy, he's still a solid uh, defensive back, and they have D Ford, who's still he's a he's a good pass rusher. Can't but stay on sides. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that was unfortunate, but defense does worry me slightly. But I don't think it matters when your offense is this good and you can just outscore everybody. So yep, they're thirteen and three, and I feel pretty confident about it. Um, who do you have at second place? Probably have the same team as well. Chargers. Same. What what record? Ten and, and six. Yeah, I had him at nine and seven. Um, Derwin James is already hurt; probably will be out till December. That's true. That's yeah. a big blow. Right. Um, still have Joey Bosa, but he's had health problems too. Right. Um, and obviously, the biggest question mark is the Melvin Gordon contract situation. But honestly, I don't know. I don't really know how many wins. Like, what's the difference between... What's his wins above replacement? Exactly. <laughs> between Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. Football stat, yeah. Um, um, I, I don't, don't think it's his it's his wins above replacement would maybe be many. one? Like, quarterback, like, running backs can be replaced as what we... The Steelers show in Le'Veon Bell. I had them at 10-6 and six just because I'm... Just to make a statement of how irreplaceable running backs can be. Not even just the Steelers. It's just throwing... Th- throughout many examples right yeah so i i don't think that they're going to miss melvin gordon they shouldn't they shouldn't break the bank on him i mean they only offered him a healthy sum but he wants more it's just literally the same thing as Le'Veon bell well not the same thing because he wasn't tagged but whatever i still think this is a strong team phil rivers is a great quarterback they have 
weapons to throw to. Defense, even without James, is still a solid defense. With James, is a very good defense. Um, yeah, I don't know, 10-6. I'm uh, fully back on the Mike Williams hype train. I was, when he was getting drafted, I I was on record in saying that he would be the best receiver in the NFL in five years. Um, doesn't look like that's going to pan out, but I still think he's going to have a very good so. year. Um, he was picked in the top 10 for a reason, and he's just dominant. And I think he's going – this. it's bold to say, but he might take a – he might be right up there with Keenan Allen numbers this year. If Allen can't stay healthy, sure, but I think healthy Allen's going to yeah, take away from I that. I don't know. I have a 9-7. Um, in third place, I have the Denver Broncos at 6-10. and 10. I got Broncos at 7-9. and nine. Broncos are just such a middle-of-the-road team. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I, I, I watching like just giving Philip Lindsay the eye test. He looks really good. Like yeah. I watched him last year and he is really good, but he's also kind of a smaller back. He had surgery in the off season. Um, and they have Royce Freeman in the backfield, which is an adequate, if, if not more than adequate replacement, if he's not there. So I believe in the running game, but, um, and their defense is good too. Their they defense got is solid, yeah. very good, obviously two dynamic pass rushers. Um, people are saying people are very impressed with Bradley Chubb and the preseason he's had and the camp that he's had, and people are saying he's gonna have even make that similar leap like Miles Garrett had. I think Miles Garrett had seven sacks as a rookie year, and they jumped up to thirteen and a half. So you could see that like similar progression in Bradley Chubb. Um, Chris Harris Jr. is still there, but Von Miller. I guess yeah. No, I didn't even mention Von <laughs> Miller, but um, obviously the biggest thing up in the air is the quarterback situation right. is their it? quarterback situation and the receiving core receiving core is not great com- comparatively to other teams but the quarterback situation they i i, I joe flacco isn't gonna is not gonna bring you much success and i think that drew Locke can be good but he's the broncos like came out and said they need, he needs a few years so yeah. i don't know so i i the quarterback situation could be holding me back. Otherwise, yeah. like if you gave them a top tier quarterback, I say this is a roster that could make the playoffs. Yeah, they got potential, sure. But it just goes to show how important the quarterback situation is, and we just don't believe in Flacco. Yeah. At this point in his career, and I don't know if I no believe. I don't know. If, I don't even know if I believed in Flacco at any point in his career. But yeah. Um, I had the Broncos at six and ten, and looks like we agree again all the way through the division. I have the Raiders at four and twelve. Four and twelve as well. Um, TJ and I have been saying this is the worst season of Hard Knocks. We're just not impressed by it. Um, oh, I forgot to watch. Yeah, anyway, it's just yeah. Uh, we're not impressed by it, and uh, I don't know if this is wishful thinking because we just hope Antonio Brown has a bad year. But four and twelve, I just I don't know. Their defense is still bad. Yeah, like everyone's hyping this this roster up on paper, which on paper they have weapons. Obviously, they have Antonio Brown. Kyle Williams, and I really like Hunter Renfro out of Clemson. Josh Jacobs out of Bama. A lot of new new faces everywhere. And then on defense, they add Perfect, which is crazy. Him and Brown are teammates. They draft Farrell and Abrams. Jonathan Abram. Um, Abram. And LaMarcus Joyner they add. A lot of new weapons, but I just I don't know. I don't. I think it's a little too dysfunctional. And I love Gruden, but I don't know. I I don't know if he can galvanize this team to coherently work as a unit and win games. And I really don't trust Derek Carr. 
I don't know. Four and mm. twelve. <laughs> Four and twelve seems right with me. Yeah. And I'm not gonna argue with that at all. Uh, so that rounds out the AFC West. We'll move on to the final division in the AFC, the AFC South. Um, obviously, this division was you had know, to be tur- readjusted. Turn up, turned upside down a few days ago when the shocking news that Andrew Luck retired. Um, so I'm assuming you had the Colts winning it previously, correct? Or you I didn't. I meant was, I had them going 11 and five, getting a five seed. In oh, okay. Yeah, I. Uh, I did not have them – honestly, I didn't even have them in the playoffs before. I um, – obviously, I didn't predict that Andrew Luck was going to retire. No one did. But I thought something was up. I don't I, – I thought, like, his injury was bigger than it was, and clearly it was because it forced him to retire. But I didn't really think this team – I mean, it's a solid roster, but I just didn't – I thought something was fishy. And that's why I didn't have him in the playoffs to start – um, I had I just had them going off to a slow start, just waiting for Luck to get more healthy, and then once he gets healthy, they go on a tear. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Anyway, so who did your who do you have winning? I have the Texans. I have yep. them at ten and six. I got um, Texans at twelve and four. Yeah, their running game and offensive line is up in the air. I don't really know how. I don't think Duke Johnson can handle the full workload. Um. I mean, yeah, he's a very good pass catching back, but he's just not a guy who's designed to. I mean, I don't know. They could bring someone in, but I don't know who's left out there. I mean, there's JJ. Yeah, there's JJ, and there's there's guys out there, but there's a reason why they're not signed by a team right now. So, don't know if the quality of the starting running back they're going to be bringing in. Um, Kiki Kuti's already hurt. Wolf Fuller's had his injury woes, obviously. So, but obviously they have a top tier quarterback and arguably the best receiver in the NFL on their team. So there's that. Um, Jadavian Clowney, the, there's trade rumors every single day of where he could go. Yeah, That's I, kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, so I there is a scenario where I see this team completely just not living up to the hype at all. I could see a lot of their guys getting hurt because there's been consistently getting hurt throughout their career. Even J.J. Watt. I know he had a bounce back year, but you think back to the two years prior and he was – people thought he might not even make it back to where he was. So. Yeah. Who knows how that's going to turn out. Um, and then how much can Watson and Hopkins really carry? I mean, they could probably still be relevant, but elite as you predict them, I don't really know. So that's why I tempered expectations a little bit at 10-6. and six. But again, with Luck retiring, I think there's no excuse for them not to win the division. I have them at 12-4, and four, just kind of everything you said, I'm just kind of viewing as like an optimist. I feel like this could be a year where Fuller and Kuti are both healthy as viable other passing options outside of Hopkins, who's probably the best receiver in the game. I think Watson's going to have a great year, and they drafted two guys to improve their O-line the first two rounds, which can't hurt Watson, which that's really what he needs. He needs an O-line. Um, I did make this before Lamar Miller got hurt, <laughs> now, I, now that I am remembering. Um, but it's not like Lamar Miller's anything special Exactly, either. yeah. I feel like, I always said before, running backs can be replaced. Um so it's going to depend a lot on the O-line um, and the reinforcements they added. And I kind of made this prediction presuming that Clowney is going to stay with the team. Um, if they do trade for him, I just <laughs> they better get proper compensation for him because he's great. And J.J. Watt is a top-tier defense, defensive player of the year candidate when he's healthy. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. 
Um, but again, I, if it's any, it, this should be like, there's no excuses for them this year, especially with luck retiring. And honestly, going forward, there's no excuses for them either. Um, for them not to consistently win the division. Uh, who do you have at second? This is kind of the toughest question, honestly, so far, because I think any of these teams could still finish second, including the Colts. So I got the Colts. Really? What do you have them at? Eight and eight. Eight and eight. That's interesting. So you had them. 11 and 5 going down to 8. So and eight. losing three more games. Yes. I um I guess I'll get to the Colts in a second, but I actually have the Jaguars in second place at 8 and 8. Okay. I see that. Um I mean, this is a team last year that everyone they're coming off of a whatever and what were they 10 and 6, 11 and 5, coming off a division champion yeah. season. Um and a lot of people thought they'd pick up right where they left off. Their defense is still dominant. And they drafted Josh Allen, who looked really good in the preseason. So I think their defense could bounce back towards what it was in 2017. Um, their offensive line was decimated with injuries last year. I know Andrew Norwell, I believe his name is, got hurt. He should be back. They drafted Juwan Taylor, who a lot of people had as the best tackle in the draft this year. They drafted him in the second round. Um, and I don't know. It, it's a big question mark if Leonard Fournette could stay healthy. But if he does... He's going to be good because he gets a lot of volume and he's just a big dude. And he's, I don't know, people are saying that he's, you know, he's had a lot of attitude problems throughout his career, but people are saying that he uh, has maybe found his way again. Fournette um, is not someone I was high on in fantasy, but I just, I read an article today that he's had this offseason, he's been doing Rocky Balboa training and he's like, He's, oh, so now you're right on the train because you love the Rocky movies. Well, he he's like he dropped 20 pounds and he's like in great shape. And apparently, I mean, a lot of criticism he received was that he was not fast enough and he's gaining speed and he's he's very had a very regimented off season, from what I have read. And I don't know, I uh, I feel like they I should have them higher than I had them at seven and nine. Because I like Nick Foles. I think I kind of buy into a little hype that he's going to bring. And I love D.D. Westbrook. Um, but I think the defense... I kind of view the defense from like a negative perspective. That I don't I, know how. I feel like Ramsey... If, he, if the Jaguars experience any kind of like what they had last year, any loss or like anything bad, he's just going to check out. He already is kind of checked out. I, there's reports that, I mean, his whole contract situation is a mess. They won't extend him. He's going to be up next year. And he already like released where he wants to go. He said he wants to go to either like Tennessee or Vegas if the Raiders go there, which that the best player in defense, that can't happen for the player in defense. That's defensive chemistry. What I said before is huge. And, um, Dexter Fowler, they lost middle of the season last year. Um, AJ Boye didn't have a great year, did he? Uh, I don't know. Not as good as the like what they were in 2017, him and Ramsey. No. But, I mean, the defense still has great star, like stars on. Their pass rush is fierce. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe, Clays Campbell, Josh Allen... Looks like he's about to burst onto the scene. Telvin yeah. Smith, uh, Miles Jack, their front seven is still loaded. And it's not like their secondary is scrubs. I know they, you just said they could be volatile, but um, they're still 
talented guys. So yeah, I don't know. I go. like the Jags. Um, I think that they're going to be eight and eight, and I had them in second place. Um, I have the Titans at seven and nine in third place. Um, not gonna lie, I actually looked at your picture. Uh, your sorry, your paper, and I saw what you had the Titans. So we're gonna. It just kind of shaked out that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am at seven and nine. I don't believe in Marcus Mariota. I think that he's just he might be done, but. I think I know that Taylor Lewan is suspended the first four games, but their offensive line is still good, um, and he'll be returning whatever in week five. Um, I'm the only one probably in this world that believes in Derrick Henry still, um, but I still think he's talented, and I still think he's going to have a good year. He's a little banged up right now, but once he gets his feet, uh, you know, once he gets everything under control and healthy again, he's going to be good. Um, and their defense, I didn't really – I mean, I like a lot of their names on defense. I think their defense is underrated. And this is a team that went 9-7 and seven the past three years. So, I mean, a lot of people I do agree with you. Spoiler alert, you have them at 3-13. and 13. Sorry to yeah. ruin that. But um, a lot of people are kind of down on them, similar to how you are. But this is a team that's gone 9-7 and seven the past three years, and there's a reason for that. And their defense is super underrated. I – I see what you're saying, but I think this offense is going to be so stagnant. They, Derrick Henry. Oh, I don't believe in Corey. I don't believe in the outside weapons at all. Derrick Henry is talented, but he's been wildly inconsistent. And the offensive line isn't great, and they have Lawan out for the first four weeks. The offensive line is decent. Um, the quarterback situation got worse arguably when they bring when you bring in a quarterback like like Tannehill to kind of compete Mariota's a starter but I don't trust Mariota and they brought him in for a reason he's going to feel the pressure and I just don't trust the quarterback situation I can see that going south with a lot of like turnover there going back week to week or just replacing Mariota mid-season the offense the wide receivers I like AJ Brown but not in the first year Corey Davis and the rest of them, I don't trust either. Um, and, I mean, I, I noted here that big names doesn't always mean, like, result in success on defense. They have Biard, Byard, Kevin Byard, Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, Logan Ryan, Cam Wake, but... Jarrell Casey. I don't... I think Malcolm Butler's overrated, but I... All these big names, it just doesn't always mean success, and I don't trust the offense, and I can see this going south. All right. Well, we'll see. Looks like you have the Titans picking top three in the draft next year. Yep. Um, I am at 7-9, and nine, and I have the Colts at 7-9, and nine, so not too far. I actually had them at 9-7 and seven before the luck injury. Now I have them at 7-9. and nine. Um, Offensive line, still really good with Quinton and Nelson. Um and their defense is – it's a solid roster without luck. And I think Joe Kobe Brissett, um, he's nothing special, but he's serviceable and good enough to keep the team afloat. I know they were 4-12 when Jacoby Brissett played um, two years ago, but now he's been in – that was his first year. He literally arrived in Indianapolis like right away, and then he played. So he's kind of just thrown in there. Now he's been with the team for three years. This is, I mean, this will be his third year in the Colts system. And like I said, not overly impressed by him, but solid roster around him. And I think he could get the team to 
seven and nine. Like I have them. Um, I mean, I love this roster. Um, with well, a lot, you had them in the AFC Championship game, right? So. I, I think. I'm not a huge. I'm gonna start with the run game. I'm not a huge Marlon Mack fan, but I really like Naheem Hines, and this offensive line is fantastic. So I trust their run game, and I trust the, their pass protection for Luck. They have a lot of weapons. T.Y. Hilton, their first selection was Paris Campbell, which he wasn't a first rounder, but he was their first selection in the draft. They have Ebron, Doyle, Doyle coming back, a lot of other guys I can mention. Um, so I thought their offense, with luck, could be high-powered. Um, this defense is, I mean, Darius Leonard kind of transformed this defense. This defense is solid. Justin Houston they add. So I feel like this roster could had the potential to compete, but I don't know. Obviously, Brissett's in there now, so I, just, I don't know, bumped them down three wins to 8 eight. Yeah, fair enough. I, mar- I marked them down but two. But they could be lower, so I don't know. We will see. All right. That rounds out the AFC. We'll try to go a little bit quicker for the NFC, but we'll see. I This was going to be a longer episode anyway, but yep. Um, we'll start, and we'll just keep going ahead here with the NFC East. Um. All right. So, who do you have winning the NFC East? America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you, you, you're true to your word. You had them winning. You, yep. In with your or without take, Zeke. In the hot takes episode, you said those words with or without Ezekiel Elliott. The Cowboys win the NFC East. Um, and you um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the reports came out today that Zeke is becoming more likely to sit out games yep so it's becoming even more likely that they'll be out without him to start the season off um but what do you have as their record 11 and 5 11 and 5 uh it's a very good team still and we've the theme of this episode is running backs are replaceable so we'll see how tony pollard does i hope he does well i haven't been two leagues so yeah um i don't need to go on too much with the cowboys i guess but i yeah, I don't know. They're very – Defense is great. Yeah, all around they're pretty before, good. Yeah. At very every level. And you can argue about Dak Prescott all day with Elite. Eagles fans and everyone in the NFL. Everyone seems to have their own opinion about him. But he's good enough to get this team to where it needs to be, um, in my opinion, if the if the talent is around him. And it is in this in this instance. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, to go on a different note, I don't have them winning the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Eagles winning the division. I have them at 12-4. and four. Uh, I have them as the in the second-best record in the NFC. So I have them at 12-4. and four. Uh, They are deep. A lot of people say, like, oh, they're receiving, their receiving options are so good, which it is, but people are, like, people are really high, like, oh, they've got Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar and Deshaun Jackson, which... They are good players, but they're not like great. But I think what like, like what makes them so good is because they just have so many of them. They yeah. have so many guys that are like like their sixth option is better than like another team's sixth option. They're so deep in my opinion. Like two really good tight ends. I think Dallas Goddard's really good. I was really high on him going into last year's draft, and I was gonna get him in Dynasty, but I mean obviously he sits behind Zach Ertz right, and yeah. I kinda you know, it turns you off from him a little bit. Yeah. But two great options at tight end, in my opinion. Obviously, yeah. one's proven, one's not as proven, but he, I think he'll make his mark. Um, 
And then, like I said, I don't really – even like their running backs too. I like Miles Sanders, and I think Jordan Howard could be okay. Not elite options, but again, what makes them so good, especially on the offensive side of the ball, is that they're so deep. And obviously the main reason that we haven't even mentioned yet, but Carson Wentz, I think he's going to be healthy this year. Um, and I think he's going to be very close to what he was in 2017. Be very efficient with the ball. Not to turn the ball over very much. He's going to be smart with his scrambling. He's going to stay healthy. And the offensive line is top three right up there with the Cowboys and us and them. So I know they're a little bit older in the offensive line. They drafted one in the first round. but Yeah, Miller's uh, going to be good. I, I agree with everything you said. I Sorry, well, yeah, what record do you have the I Eagles? I got a 10-6. Second place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. This, this, the NFC is just so tough. There's a lot of good teams, and I just – I don't know. I don't believe in their secondary, the Eagles. But yes. their front seven's still yeah. good. Um, their pass rushing is a little suspect as well, but they got Fletcher Cox, and he angers that defense. And uh, Their defense could be a little worrisome this year, but I just think they're so deep on offense and led by a top seven, top five quarterback in the league who's going to have a, a fantastic year. And I – don't I hope it doesn't happen, but I think I, they're going to be twelve and four and win the NFC East. Um, since you have since you shared your top two teams, I have the Cowboys in second. I have them in eight and eight. Um, I I mean I I went on about how talented they are, and I do believe they're talented all across from every position. You could really look at that they're right up there. But I think the you could see a similar situation with I know Zeke's going to return eventually. It's not going to be like Le'Veon Bell, but it's just going to weigh on the team, at least for the first part of the season. And even when he comes back, he could be a little rusty too. He started off the year slow last year. And that's just a big thing. Like these guys think they can just sit out the whole time and just pick up right where they left off. But for at least for running backs, it's shown with multiple guys. If you hold out like this, you can't just hop right back in and be dominant right away. It takes a little bit of time. So I think it'll just weigh in the team a little bit more than people realize. But I don't know. I think eight and eight's, could be fair. That, that's probably their floor. I'm probably rejecting them at their floor at that. But, um, yeah, I've been second. Um, all right. Move on to the bottom of the NFC East. Uh, there's a big drop-off in my opinion. But, yes. Uh, who do you have in third place? I got the Giants at 5-11. and 11. Also have the Giants at 4-12. and 12. <laughs> So, um, um, uh, I don't know. There's... Daniel Jones, I think I'm rooting so hard for Daniel Jones because so many people have written him off, and it's kind of he's been balling out this preseason, which good for him because anything he does, like people set the bar so low for him that like anything he does is just gonna exceed expectations. So I hope that fuels a fire for him and the Giants to get him some playing time this year. Uh, especially with all the – they have to know if he's good or not because they got the big quarterback cl- draft class next year. So, I mean, there's a lot riding on that quarterback situation. Saquon's great. The O-line's improving. It's still not great, though. I am higher in the offensive line than most people are. I think that Will Hernandez was a good pick last year. I think Nate Solder really improved over the, the course of the season. And they traded for that Browns guy, too. So – I and I think Pro Football Focus had him eighteenth or something like that. Yeah. So right in the middle of the pack, and I think they could exceed expectations this year. I think they, they could. could be 
a better than average offensive line. Uh, they have the best running back in football, clearly. The Golden Tate's gone for the first four games, and I just Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard isn't too exciting. But I think Evan Ingram could have a good year as well. He could. And I think the defense is going to be really bad. Yeah, the defense is not. not um, a lot not of young enough. guys, and I just don't really know how they're going to put it together at yeah. this point. And I'm uh, not high on Daniel Jones. I'm rooting for him as well. Not just because he's on my dynasty team, but I don't know. He seems like a nice guy, and I I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at all if he did well. But I just – this, and I I guess the, the biggest reason why I have the Giants at 4-12 and 12 is I just do not trust – um, the organization in general to make the right moves. Like I don't know how they're gonna decide what to do with Eli. It's a touchy subject because like he's been there for so long and done so well with them, but don't trust them at all with that. So yeah, four and twelve for the Giants could be generous. A lot of people have them lower than that. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I have the Redskins at three and thirteen. I also have them three and thirteen. <laughs> I we were talking about the Redskins a little bit before we recorded. Um, and their best receiver is Josh Doxson, and that is awful. Makes me want to throw up a little I'm bit. Better than Josh Doxson. Why yeah. do you want me, Josh Doxson? He's really bad. I'm ashamed to have to to say that he was on my dynasty team at one point. Couldn't have gotten rid of him faster. I know you kind of do you like Dwayne Haskins. I know you kind of do. do. Then yeah. Why do you have him at three and thirteen? I know he's not starting off the season. They right, named Case why, Keenum, but it's just they don't have they don't have passing options. And I mean, honestly, the Redskins could be better in three thirteen. It's kind of the way things shaked out when I was predicting their schedule. Um, they got a tough division, tough conference, but I mean, I also I like Adrian Peterson still. I think he can still be a thousand yard rusher. Um, the defense, I don't know. Nothing is nice in the defense. Josh Norman's underperformed since he got there. Do they still have Clinton Dix? Yes, they do. Um, I wanted the to talk O-line. about the, I wanted to their offensive line. Trent, yeah. there's a whole mess with Trent Williams. Yeah. How he does not want to play there and he's not happy with the contract. So, but That's huge. they are regarded as a better than average offensive line by Pro Football Focus. But that's um, assuming. Yeah, that's and the whole Williams that whole thing is up in the yeah. air. I don't like Darius guys because I, don't I, either. I think he's going to be hamper, hampered by that. Um, it, it takes, especially running backs, a, at least more than a year to get fully back to where they were previous, uh, prior to the ACL tear. Um, and their offense, I know we said the Dolphins' offensive weapons are brutal, but the Redskins might be worse. I know we said earlier the Dolphins are the worst in the league, but. I think we got to go with the Redskins. How they have just brutal, yeah, offensive weapons. So, and I just, I I didn't even talk about Dwayne Haskins. I don't really like him. Uh, he's sluggish. He ran a five point oh seven forty, which is I know I know you have to be too fast to be a good quarterback. You know you look at Brady and he probably doesn't run a fast forty, but that's really slow. Um, and there's just not a good track record of one-year starters being successful in the NFL, especially right away. So. Well, yeah, I I like and especially Haskins, he's throwing to nobody. Right, I like Haskins down the road, but this year he has no one to throw to. Um, and who knows when he'll play? So. I sure, yeah, right, that too. But sure, he's slow, but his body type, I'd see a Ben Ben Roethlisberger, and he's got a cannon of an arm. He can really like a stronger arm to hit a deep deep ball like downfield better than Roethlisberger so I guess I just see a ceiling as Jameis Winston um I don't know but 
I think that's kind of irrelevant for this year because if he does play, it's not the whole season. So I, I'm and they got they, they just got to get him more help. Yeah. So yep, that's the NFC East. We'll move on to the NFC North. Um, I think this is the best division in football. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the hardest division to predict was. Uh, this was kind of hard. You have three teams that could win it. Uh, I did some jostling around the other night with this one because I had a change of heart. Um, but this is interesting. I don't expect for us to agree here. So far, we've been... I mean, the only two major disagreements we've had are the Browns and the Cowboys and Eagles, I guess. Um, but I expect a little bit of, uh, I guess, debate here. Who do you have winning? I'm kind of intrigued here. I got the Bears. All right. I had the Bears to start, but then I changed it to the Packers. Um, I just think I had in my head of how bad the Packers were last year. But if you think back to, like, before that, I mean, I, I guess the past two years. Because Rodgers, they'd make the playoffs when he was hurt. Uh, that was two years ago when he broke his collarbone and missed six or seven games. They'd make the playoffs there, and they didn't make it last year. So they didn't make the, play- the playoffs the past two years. And I think that's kind of fresh in my head. But if you think back to before that, I don't think they had less than 10 wins for the past seven or eight years. And I think Aaron Rodgers is healthy and he's rejuvenated by just having his new coach. And people are saying like, oh, they could he could have a problem getting along with him or whatnot. But they seem like they are on the same page. Um, there's been a couple of Instagram videos of just them laughing together and just looks like they're having a good time. I know that's. Not something you should like, you know, base on what your projections are on them, but I'll talk about the Packers real quick. I love the Packers this year. Yeah. I have also I also have them at eleven and five. And Where do you have the Bears at? Eleven and five. I have them splitting, but I just have the Bears winning the division with a better divisional record. Um so All right, that's, that's very close. That's pretty similar to mine. I have the Packers at ten and six and I have the Bears at ten and six. So okay. exactly and I have them splitting as well, so um but I love the Packers this year. Um I think Getting rid of Mike McCarthy is exactly what Rodgers needs. He needs a new new coach, and Matt Lafleur, I think, has that potential to untap the Aaron Rodgers we've been missing out on the past several years. Um, yeah, it seems like Matt Lafleur. Sorry, tired to kick off, but it seems like Matt Lafleur is, you know, smart enough to where he can like implement his own things and get give his own like you know right. style in the offense, but also um, be passive enough to let Aaron Rodgers. Right, do his thing he's at the same time, and he has a great offensive mind. I think he's the offensive guru that people are mis- try- mistaking um, Kingsbury Kingsbury for. for. Um, Matt Lafleur, he was the quarterbacks coach for the Falcons in 2015 and 16, leading Matt Ryan. Was that the year? Yeah, Matt Ryan. To One of them MVP, was his MVP season. Yep. Then the following year, he is the offensive coordinator for the Rams, and they turn it around. Sure, they implement McVay in there too, but they turn around from 4-12 and 12 to the high-powered electric offense we know them as now. So he transformed. He was on the Titans, I think, one year. Last ago. year he was. Yeah. Um, and they went 9-7. and seven, Right. So. so, like, he transformed Matt Ryan, I feel like. He rejuvenated the Rams' offense, and I think that he can tap into the Aaron Rodgers that we all know how talented he is. Right. So and he's going to make the huge difference, I think, for the for the Packers. Um, what were you going to say? No, I just I think I just had it fresh in my mind. Like these past two years, they were bad, but I'm forgetting right. the previous seven years or whatever it was before that. How they were? I don't think they right. won less than ten games. And 
I'll just, I mean, they have a great wide receiver one in Devonta Adams, but one of the best in the league. They have a second op, second options that could emerge. I like uh, MVS. St. Brown could be sell. Jarma Allison's still there. They have the pieces, and this offensive line is great. David Bakhtiari is maybe the best left tackle in, in the NFL. He's Overall, PFF had this as the 8th best offensive line, but yeah. I mean, there's a solid O-line, but I love Bakhtiari, and as one should, he's a very solid piece, and he's gonna he helps, and has helped Rodgers tremendously throughout the past, what is it, 5 years, 6 years he's been in the league. Um, on defense, oh, the run game too, I like, I I think Aaron Jones for fantasy with this with a new coach has the potential like the Packers backfield has always been a committee backfield and like a backfield you just stay away from but I think with this new coach and this great offensive line that they have I think that Jones could be a viable fantasy option and more consistent as as he has been years in the past. I want to move on to the defense though. Um I really like their first-round pick, Darnell Savage, out of the safety out of Maryland. Um, they also, in the secondary, they draft the second year of Jair Alexander. He had a good rookie year. Uh, they also draft Rashawn Gary with, with their first pick. I think um, he's hurt. He is hurt. I don't know the status of his injury. Um, and Blake Martinez is another great linebacker. So the linebacking core, linebacker core and secondary, I think, is solid. I, I, I mean, they're... Their front, their front line isn't defensive line isn't like something that's gonna like blow you out of the water. But I think this team has great pieces in their secondary and their linebackers, which a lot of teams lack, and that can differentiate them from others. Aaron Rodgers has certainly taken a worst roster farther. Yes. So exactly, I think ten and six, and you got him eleven to five is very fair. Um, so you have him as a wild card, right? Uh, yeah, I had a winning division, and I have the Bears as the wild card at 10-6. and six. So, I guess we don't have to spend too much time talking about the Bears, but... Um, yeah. I I think a lot... They're a popular, like, regression team. Like, people are like, oh, they're playing a first-place schedule now. They won't sure. be as good, and they lost a few pieces on def- defense, but not too many. But um, I like David Montgomery. I've been coming around on him a lot more. Yeah. I initially, I wasn't as high on him, but... The Bears just seem to love him so much, and that has do, to say yeah. something. Right. So they probably plan to use him a lot. Uh, Ty- Tariq Cohen will have his own role. Right. I think um, – I'm just going to – The defense say. is still going to be so good. Yeah. And what's – who is their, the guy from Georgia they have? Raquan Smith? Yeah. I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, and they have the, probably the best player on defense other than Aaron Donald. Right. So, so I mean, they yeah, they got a lot going on. I like Trubisky a lot. I think he could take a next step. He really could. We'll see. Yeah. Um, this is a team that I just struggled with a lot. Yeah. But probably the same here. I have the Vikings, and I had them at 9-7. and 10-6. Um, 10-6. I don't even... You look at this team. Yeah. And they should be so good. Yes. They really should. But for some reason, they just... I, it's I just couldn't a, do it. It's tough. The division's so tough, and it is a very hard division. Even the even the Lions are not an easy win. Right? Yeah, the Lions are a so, have a solid roster, and they always seem like manage to win games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But this defense is there's a lot of good guys on defense, and if 
Dalvin Cook stays healthy, he will be so good. And Kirk Cousins had a sneaky, like not bad year last year. And but I think right. he could so, another year in this system. I think he could be, have have a little bit of a bounce back. So yeah, I mean you have in ten and six. Yeah. Last year they went eight seven and one. I have them at nine and seven. So just improving slightly, but it's just I don't know. I, I uh, for some reason I just couldn't have them win more games for some reason. I'm just yeah. stuck at nine and seven. Um, what do you have the lines at? Seven and nine. I also have them at seven and nine. I um, I think carry on will be good. A lot of people are talking about their defense. I'm not. I don't know if I'm too sold on it yet. I like um, the defense. Darius Slay. Yeah, but I don't know. I I think that I think the biggest thing with the lines is that. Just the fact that the report came out that Matthew Stafford was playing with a broken back last year. Yeah. And that's got to be impossible to play through. And they still went, I think they went 6-10. and 10. Right. So, I think he's going to have a, I mean, I'm not I'm not drafting him on any of my fantasy teams. Right. But I think he'll have a, a, you know, you could call it a bounce back year in a way. Yeah, and Stafford's solid. But in the same sense, he can only take you so far, especially with this team. I mean, and sorry, especially with this with this division. Like, yes. it's a, I have them as the best division in football. Um, but I like their offensive weapons. I really like Galladay. Um, Marvin Jones is also solid. I think Marvin Jones is going to have a really good year. And they draft TJ Hawkinson eighth overall, which I, I love Hawkinson. I think he has, despite the trend of first-year tight ends, he can, make the, he can make an immediate impact in the offense. I don't know. I um, think so. And carry on, I love. So, yeah. All right, lines are solid. That rounds up the NFC North. Um, let's go to the NFC West. This division will probably have some differing opinions. Yeah. Not just with one team, but I think with multiple teams. Uh, who do you have winning the NFC West? I got the Rams at 10 and 6. I have the Seattle Seahawks at 10 Ooh. and 6. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, I don't know what it is about the Seahawks. What um, is it? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if I've been spending too much time with TJ. With Chris Carson, but I really like Chris Carson, I think and I re- and I what? <laughs> I think you're spending too much time. And I I like Rashad Penny too. Um, I, I mean I don't know if he could be the lead dog, but I think that if you compliment him to Chris Carson, I think that he's going to be great. What about the O line? Um, did it improve? Not really. I think that was one of the biggest inhibitors of the Seahawks for Russell Wilson's career. And they didn't. They just didn't improve it. Like I, don't, it's just the same, the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, but um, I don't know. A move they did make. They got. They acquired Frank Clark, um, from the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think he's a very underrated pass rusher. Still have Bobby Wagner there. They have the Griffin brothers. Pretty solid defense, I'd say. Sure. Um. You know, I mean, I, if you remove Russell Wilson, it's a you know mediocre to average roster. But right. I think that Russell Wilson, uh, not even that he'll put up the biggest numbers, because I don't know how I feel about him from the fantasy perspective. But I think he will be clutch. I think he'll make the right place at the right time, and I think he's going to be a winner. Like more importantly than just yeah. numbers, like. I, What's the I, record you have, Matt? Ten and six. Okay. I think they're going to be a run-heavy team, so that might like lower his stats a little bit. I've been coming around more recently on Tyler Lockett because I just think like he's the number one. He is clearly entrenched as the number one receiving target, and it's not like they're not going to not throw the ball. It's not. It's not they're going to be like the Ravens who are just going to run the ball a billion times a game. They're going to be run-heavy. Yeah. Probably towards the higher end in the offense 
in the NFL, excuse me, in like rushing attempts per game. Um, but I just think Russell Wilson is going to just be a winner. It's more just not necessarily the roster, but I just think I have more of a feeling about the Seahawks in a way. Um, something you can't really explain about. Like, I don't know. I just have a feeling about them. I guess they're in a way they're somewhat similar to the Steelers, and in a way, you know what I mean. I know not necessarily like the same storylines, but the roster construction is kind of similar. Like they've got very solid pieces, like Pro Bowl kind of guys on defense, like Bobby Wagner, and you could say that with Cam Hayward, and like um, they've got like a good pass rushing hybrid linebacker. Um, they've got a, a stud veteran quarterback, and they've got good running games, and I think it's sort of a similar feel to the Steelers. Not a far better O line. Yeah, th- there's that. Better running back and better receiver. Yeah, the receiver. It's not a perfect comparison, but I just yeah, it's kind okay. of a similar feel, like how you just gotta a, you gotta just trust the team in a way, and I trust them because they made the playoffs last year too. So yeah, I don't really know how I can combat that. Just the O line, of course, but. Um, and I w- I'm not a huge believer in their run game, but I don't know. I have a seven to nine. Yeah, and it was seven honestly this is not a pick I expected to make. It just for some yeah. reason it just looked right in there, and there's always something that's slightly surprising because I think it's pretty chalk right, yeah. to go with the Rams, and there's always something surprising in the NFL. So I'm yeah. gonna go with that. Um, I have the Rams in second, and I have him at ten and six. I got him at ten and six at first. Yeah, who do you have at second in the NFC West? Seahawks at seven and nine. Okay, so I guess we'll talk about the Rams for a little bit here because I have them at second at ten and six, and you have them at first at ten and six. Sorry, I have them at second at ten and six. You have first at ten and six. Yeah. So I guess we'll go ahead and talk about them for a little bit. Um, I guess we both have them taking a step back slightly. I guess so. Because they were, you know, I think whatever they thirteen and three, I think last year. So yeah. Why is that? Why do we think there could be regressing slightly? Um. Uh, maybe on the defensive side of the ball, they lost Lamarcus Joyner. Um, I really like Lamarcus Joyner. Um, he's a great cover safety. Um, they they did bring in Weddle, however, which he is old. And Clay Matthews. Yeah, two older guys could be contributors. Um, Marcus Peters, I feel like had an underwhelming season. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he did. Um, but still, I mean, they have Aaron Donald. Tlaib. Yeah. Is he on the Rams? Yep. Um, Dexter Fowler they brought in. So there's defensive pieces that they have. But on the offensive side, I think Goff is a solid quarterback. Um, I think he's kind of a uh, – everyone's really down on him for how he played in the Super Bowl, and that's what we've, we've seen him last. But, I mean, he was – I feel like he's an MVP conversation. It's like halfway through the yeah. season, or like yeah, I guess. But he had a very good year. Yeah, so I think he can sustain that, and he has passing options that are viable. And I think Cooper Cup's a fantastic. All three uh, of them. It's it's just a great trio yeah. of wide receivers. Um, and then the running situation is what everyone wants to talk about. Um, Gurley's standalone value in fantasy. I don't like his ADP, and I don't think he's gonna be the Todd Gurley that he was, but the running game is still going to be fine. They drafted Terrell Henderson out of Memphis with their first pick in this year's draft. They're obviously, they got to use him if he was their first pick. He must be in their plans. So Between the two of them, the running game is going to be split, and it's going to be a competent running game. I think it's going to ha- be successful still. Main two reasons why I'm down on them. I mean, I'm not too down on them. I still have them in the playoffs. I still have them at 10-6. Um, I'm not buying Todd Gurley's health. 
especially like right. throughout the whole year. I mean, he may be healthy now, but I don't buy it the whole year. And I think the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Like they were so good all year and they just got outplayed in the Super Bowl. And it may sound silly, but like it is a real thing. If you look at teams, there's teams that make the like um the Steelers. We even we won the Super Bowl and then we next year we missed the playoffs. Both Dumb. years. Both years. Yeah. Both years we won the Super Bowl, we go back, we missed the playoffs the next year. Falcons went to the Super Bowl and what was that? They Oh maybe they made the No, no, they made the playoffs next year. They missed it this year. Yeah, but either way, they, did, they weren't yeah. the same. Um, those are just, I guess, the only two examples I can think off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's countless yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing, and I, they had a devastating loss. Like, they they got blanketed in the Super Bowl. They scored three points. That's yeah. not good. Ten? Three, three points. It was like ten to three. I don't remember. They were horrible. That's, horrible. To, That's the point. Block out that Super Bowl. Yeah, that was really boring. So... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I still have him at 10 and 6. Still have him making the playoffs. Yep. Um, who do you have as the third place in the NFC West? I got the Niners at 4 and 12. Oof. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to be this bad. Just like it's the way it shaked out, like how I predicted everything. Nah. Like, this, they're in a tough conference. They got a lot of tough games, I guess. But I have, I mean, I am not as high on the 49ers as, like, a lot of people are saying, like, they're, like, definitely making the playoffs this year which i don't know how you can say that like no. jimmy garoppolo i talk about i'm just so cautious of every player coming off of an acl tear and just coming back to where they were previously like i can't i, I expect some rust out of him um and i don't know if i buy the receivers yet i, don't I know either. they have a lot yeah. of just guys that are young guys who have potential like samuel and uh pettis and Jalen Hurd, and I know Marquise Goodwin's getting up there now, but he's still there. And I know they obviously got George Kittle as well, but just the receivers, I don't know. And the defense. The defense, they've made some improvements. Like they drafted Nick Bosa. They brought in Quan Alexander from the Bucks, who is very solid as well. Um, but I don't. Outside of that, though. Yeah, I, I, the defense was still. They were not good at all last right, year. Yeah. And I know those are two important guys who could change the defense. Right, and I like Bosa, but they still, will be he's, he's going to be a rookie. So they like, will be yeah. better at defense, but it's still not great. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know. I haven't – sorry to spoil, but I have him at 7 and 9. Yeah. Um, I don't have him at 3rd. I have him at 4th. Okay. At 7 and oh, 9. Oh, you're disgusting. But I have the – I don't have, I have the Cardinals at 7 and 9 as well. So um, Okay. I got the Cardinals at 3 and 13. Yeah, so I have the Cardinals at 7 and 9 at 3rd. 49ers 4th at 7 and 9. Um. I guess we're not talking about the 49ers. And we, we, uh, yeah, we don't have to talk too much about the Cardinals. We, I vocalized my opinion about that. Last, I, I mean, whatever. Two or three episodes ago, we spent like literally yeah. half the episode in the Cardinals. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know how we feel about the Cardinals and how we have polarizing opinions. But um, Jackson's going to have to wait and see at this point. So Yeah, you're going to have to wait and see how bad this is. Yeah, so 7-9. or nine, Defense still sucks. Uh, Jack has him at three and thirteen, um, but we will see about that. And that's the NFC West, and we'll move on to the final division we have here, the NFC South. Um, again, I mean, I think I've went against the grain here with this one, but who do you have winning it? Falcons. So do I. What record do you have? The thirteen Falcons? and three. They're my one seed. Wow, we I have him at thirteen. There's a one seed too. Ah. Okay. Wow, that is weird. Uh, I have the Falcons at 13-3 as the one seed. So does Jack. 
I am all in on this offense. I think Matt Ryan is going to have a better year. I think he could – I mean, you'll see when we get to the awards, but I – Spoiler, Matt Ryan's in his awards. <laughs> he, is, he will be mentioned in my awards. Um, I think he's going to have an equal season to his MVP season. Like He could. He's going to be so good this year. Um, Julio's going to be – I think – I mean, maybe his days as the elite receiver are coming to an end, but I think at least still for, there. At least for now, I think this could be like this could be like maybe the end of his elite days. But he right now he's still entrenched as an elite receiver. I am all in on Calvin Ridley just because like a lot of people are just like still down on him because like you know he had all the touchdowns yeah. in one game. He was inconsistent, but he is he's just a good receiver, and I sure. was wrong about him because I didn't think he was going to be that good, but. Um, I think he's really good, and especially like he's never gonna see double coverage with Julio right. there. And I like I Austin like, Hooper. I was just gonna say that yeah. I love Austin Hooper as well. Um, especially in fantasy drafts, he's going so late in fantasy drafts. He's going like you could almost get him undrafted in some smaller right. leagues, yeah, that's, which is ridiculous because yeah. he was like, I know he hasn't done anything too spectacular, but he's just a solid option and tight end outside of the top guys when it gets thinner. I mean, he's a guy you definitely want to target. So, I think he could be good. If Freeman stays healthy, he's going to be good. But I think they're going to be pass-heavy. They're going to be a, a potent aerial attack. And their defense just got so – I mean, they got a historic amount of injuries. Seven out of their 11 starters were hurt last year. On IR. IR, which is unheard of. So And I mean, it's even early on in the season. Not even like it happened. It all happened right. very early, too. And so w- like – if they can just stay remotely healthy, last year they went seven and nine with, right seven and nine. Yep, seven and nine. Completely depleted, and um, the O line. They draft their first two draft picks were to the O line, and that was a huge, huge detriment to them last year. Matt Ryan needs more protection, and I think this O line could help Devonta Freeman and hopefully keep him healthy. Um, yeah, to have a good running game. So I mean, I think this team has potential to be very solid all around, and yeah. All in on the Falcons. Yep. Um, so in second place, I have the Saints at ten and six. I got the Panthers at eleven and five. Wow. Um, so I guess we disagree on the Panthers, but <laughs> but I talk about first. Uh, I will go with the Saints. Okay. Um, you yeah, can talk about we're the Saints. Gonna, I got them at third at ten and six. We're going to run over the seeds very shortly here after we're done this division. Yeah. But. I was true to my word. I don't have them in the playoffs. Um, I, have I don't at, either. I have them at ten and six. So I, wow. I guess I convinced you. I guess I don't. I, a I little don't, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Partly uh, before you talk, I don't have them in the playoffs. I mean, I still think they're a good team, but there are just so many teams in the NFC that I got to leave someone out. Them and the Eagles. And, and I'm Vikings. telling you, dude. I hate to say it. But, Three ten and sixteen. But Drew Brees will not be. People will notice a difference this year. Right. And he's not going to fall off the face of the earth, but they will – like, he is just – it's coming. I should have looked up his splits, but he was – I mean, he, him and Mahomes were the MVP discussion halfway through the season toward – like, even going into the end of the season, but he really fell off. Like, I mean, not really fell off, but, like, his stats were noticeably different than they were. And I'm gonna be, I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of that. It could, yeah. I mean, he's 40 – 40 or 41? Yes. I mean, he's not father time like Tom Brady. Maybe he can – he'll fall, but I – I don't know. This team is – I still have a 10-win team. They 
have a great roster. Just yeah. Yeah, and again, know. it's sad as a bit. The NFC is just deep. There's a lot yeah. of teams that like. Would it really surprise you if the Lions go like ten and six or something like that, or yeah. like I don't know. Like if the 49ers do, they can make like if they make the they, yeah. they could make. The Honestly, playoffs. if the Forty ers win the division, would that really <laughs> even shock you that much? Like, there's a lot yeah. in the NFC is, it's just deep and, I don't know. Like, we're just we have a stand and we're sticking to it, I guess. So, yeah. um, I guess that's it about the Saints. But let's go to the Panthers because I have them at six and ten at third. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we have them eleven and five. Yeah. Uh, I guess we disagree there, obviously. So, um, yeah, what do you think? So I think a lot of people are forgetting this Panthers team with a healthy Cam Newton. A healthy but Cam is he Newton. Though? Yeah, I think he's going to. I think Rivera has been outspoken that he's going to be ready for the season. Um, I had him as having a slow start, just like I had similarly with Luck with the Colts before he, you know, went away. Um, the <laughs> Panthers. Away. The Panthers. I have them at a two and three start. But if if Cam is healthy after that, I think this team has great potential. Um, one of the best running backs in the league, obviously, Christian McCaffrey. Um, the weapons that Cam has may be the best weapons he ever had. To but throw still, to. like I just don't buy them that much. I I like Curtis Samuel a lot, and I also like DJ Moore. They drafted DJ Moore in the first round last year for to have him in their future plans, and I think he's going to be great. Uh, I, honestly, I still, I think Olsen could contribute offensively, even though he's coming off an injury. Uh, but the defense, though, they draft Brian Burns out of Florida State in the first round, and I think he's going to have a huge impact on this defense. And he's going to, he's going to take a lot of pressure off Luke Keekley that he absorbed last year, that I think Keekley's going to have a fantastic year. Um, Dante Jackson, their quarter, a cornerback they drafted last year in the second round. He had a solid season last year. He's, I think he could take a next step. Um, Eric Reed, they signed last year. Obviously, that was big news. I think he's also going to be good. Um, yeah, I don't. I um, Joe McCoy they got too at, off the Buccaneers. They signed. He's also a solid piece. So a lot of new faces around this defense. Um, and, yeah, I mean, what I said before about a healthy Cam Newton, last year this team was sitting atop the NFC halfway through the season at 6-2 and two before they ran into the Steelers on Thursday night, and we obliterated them after T.J. Watt kind of wrecked Cam Newton's shoulder even more, and he just battled injury for the rest of the season. And if Cam Newton's healthy, this team could be the 6-2 and two team top of the NFC that they were in the first half of last year. Yeah, but you said could be, so... Right. That's it's why a lot is riding on Cam Newton's health, but I love Cam Newton, so yeah. Yeah, it's mainly just I don't buy that. And he already got hurt in the preseason. I mean, he won't miss any games, most likely. So Yeah, the only thing, I mean, he got hurt, yeah, which obviously no injury is good, but the only good thing is that it wasn't, he re-aggravated his shoulder. It was a foot injury. Yeah, so, so but that's it's good in that sense, but it's also good just because, like, there's another one. Yeah. Like, it's all it's it's always there with him, so I just, I can't trust him. And I don't, I'm just, I don't know about Samuel and more. I don't, I don't really if I buy them yet. So, but again, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if they yeah. were some somewhat close to what you have them projected as. All right. The final team. Let's just 
what's well, 15 seconds on the Bucks. Um, what record do you have them go? Three and thirteen. I have them at five and eleven. Okay, they stink. They're not good. The running game is bad. Um, yeah, Mike Evans. This is this is okay. a perfect year for Jameis Winston. Um, defense is awful. Need needs a year or two, maybe more. Devin White could be good. All right, move on. All right, so that's the every team we talked about in the NFL. Yes. Sorry, we didn't get much love Tampa Bay, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah, sorry, Bucks fans. Um, all <laughs> right. Do awards or the playoffs first? Awards. Okay. The awards should be after the regular season, but that's true. So we'll just do it that way. Yep. Um We'll start off with comeback player of the year. We're gonna uh, run through seven that's awards. Tough. So, but yeah, comeback player of the year. It seems like you had a little trouble with your awards, and you said that you weren't too confident in them before we started recording. Especially this one. Well, I don't know. Who do you have? Year, I got Cooper Cup. All right. Um, I was looking at odds to win this, and I mean, talk, the um the hype I gave to Cam Newton, he should win this, but like his odds, he has like the six best odds to win it. But I feel like he didn't sustain, like he like, didn't miss game, like he missed like the last game they sat him because like they weren't in playoff contention. But, like is he even like eligible to win this? And like Le'Veon Bell was like the second best odds, but like. I don't know. Like, can they? I, feel I like think Le'Veon like, could definitely win it. But like, it's weird. No though. player has had his situation before where they just like willingly sit out. Like, what is he coming back? Coming, come back from sitting on the couch? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of just like an injury thing. It is weird. Garoppolo's got the best odds, by the way. Yeah. Um, my comeback player here was Carson Wentz. That yeah, I see that too. I just because too. he did sustain a back injury. Right. He did miss yeah. whatever what five six games I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Eagles are gonna be. Uh, the second best team in the NFC. So, and I think he's going to be like very good, close to his MVP season. He's obviously loaded. I talked about all about his weapons and whatnot, but in my opinion, he was an easy choice for me. So I went with Carson Wentz. Yeah. All right. Um, God, you're not going to like my coach of the year, but you can say yours first. Yeah, or from what I I kind of argued oh, for before. Um, that is a good one. I wish I would have thought of that. I think that him. That what you said before, the chemistry with him and Rogers is going to be great. I think they're going to have a lot of success this year, and they got the tools, and he's going to be successful. I mean, he was – I said this all before, but what he did with Matt Ryan in 2016 and what he did with the Rams offense in 2017, Titans had a sneak, sneakily not bad year last year, so I think that he's – yeah. Dang, I kind of wish I put him. <laughs> but I put Freddie Kitchens, and I don't like it. All right, let's move on. Like <laughs> – I feel like I could listen back to this episode six runs from now and be like, what was I thinking? Yeah. So I'm already not liking my pick, but I already wrote it down. So I got to stinks. I, I, I honestly agree with you. I don't even know why I put that. So (laughs) just because like they, they were so bad and like he could be the guy to take up. He could be, or he could just be, yeah. Yeah. So, or he could be the guy holding them back. Right. (laughs) So, um, that's a risky pick for sure, but we'll see how that pans out. Anyway, much more confident in my defensive rookie of the year because I this is my no-brainer pick from, honestly, the draft. So, But go I, ahead. I was torn between two guys. Um, and I went with my non-homer pick, and I went with Ed Oliver. And I, you're probably going to say Quinn Williams. Well, right back to where we were in April. Yeah. Um, um, Quinn Williams versus Ed Oliver. And um, I mean, honestly, I forgot what team Ed Oliver was on, but he's on the Bills, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. I, I mentioned it when we were talking about the Bills briefly earlier, but um, – I don't know. Ed Oliver's going to be a great player. 
honestly, we could just skip this debate. You can, you can go look at my hogline in depth from months ago. Well, actually, you didn't give it. You did not argue for Quinn Williams. That was just a one-sided debate. So argue for Quinn Williams. My arguments for Ada Oliver is all on a hogline in depth uh, article. Quinn Williams is a brick wall, and he is a special talent, and he is an elite run stopper. And he's going to. Yeah, I I think the Jets defense is going to be really good. Like, they've just got like they took C.J. Mosley from the the Ravens and um, Small Adams. Their secondaries, I mean, their cornerbacks are still a little bit questionable, but their safeties are fantastic. And Leonard Williams and Quinton Williams on the defensive line is a scary thought. I think it's going to be hard to run on the Jets this year, and he Quinton Williams will be a important reason why. So, I think he's going to be good. I mean, I don't necessarily know if I'll put up the stats to win it, but just, like, his impact on the game is going to be so much, and maybe he will put up the stats as well, but just his impact on the game. I know the ward isn't really given out on that. It's mainly stat-driven, but right, that's what I'm saying. That could hinder him. run stopper, but there's no stat for that, right? I mean, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess he's a defensive tackle, you could say. I mean, he doesn't really get sacks, but who knows? I mean, I, I think he's going to be really good. Watch so. over Devin Bush, though. Yeah, watch out for him. Unbiasedly, I think he could be a huge difference maker on this defense, and the stats are going to show it, and he could be a candidate for this award. He's the favorite for a reason. So Yeah. All right, Offensive Rookie of the Year, you have? Dave Montgomery. That's a good pick, I think. Oh, I know you're going to say. I mean, I, I mean, obviously everyone knows who I'm going to say, but yeah. Dave Montgomery would be my second choice. I think he right. could probably come in second. Yeah. Or Josh Jacobs. I also think Josh Jacobs is – Although we don't think, uh, we both don't think that the the Raiders will be very good. Exactly, I, I think I that have. Josh Jacobs is going just to get a lot of work. Yeah. And I think he's going to be good with that work. I, I think mean, Saquon won last year. The Giants stunk. So. Exactly. So I think that I, I've I've been high on Josh Jacobs throughout the whole draft process, and that hasn't changed a bit. Like I still think he's going to be very good. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I think Kyler's going to just take the league by storm. So. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Kyler. <laughs> Um, defensive player of the year. Luke Kuechly. All right. Well, it makes sense if you have the yeah the Panthers that I high. Mean, I think that Panthers are gonna do well. What I said before, and Brian Burns is really gonna open up things for Kuechly, and he's gonna be able to take his focus off of pass rush per se, maybe, and I don't know, just be a solid tackle guy. There you go. He could yeah, be. He could very know. well lead the league in tackles. Right. So, um, I have Khalil Mack. Uh, I was, yeah, I, I almost had him. Kind of. I mean, he's right up there. But this could be just a toss between him and Aaron Donald. Yeah, like any other year, he could have won it last year. Yeah. So, I think he'll be. Like, I don't know. Maybe just people aren't talking about it as much because they're just like, oh, he's Khalil Mack. But like, I don't know. Like if Aaron, if just think about it, if Aaron Donald was not like if he just did, wasn't in the league, like didn't exist, like Khalil Mack would just be like no question, like no, like no doubt the best player on defense and maybe in the NFL. So I don't yeah. know, and I think the Bears just defense is not really going to skip a beat at all. Yeah. So I think he's going to just put up the insane numbers that he did last year. So, and we'll see what Aaron Donald does to you know combat that. But yeah. All right, so offensive player of the year for Jack is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I like the pick. Um, I think he could be very well in contention for this and MVP. But um, I have Matt Ryan because 
Um, just for everything I outlined when we just talked about the Falcons, I think he's going to match his MVP numbers. So, sure. And he was honestly close to his MVP numbers last year and didn't even consider it for any award, I guess because the Falcons were so bad. But um, this year they're going to be good, according to me, and I think he's in, he's going to be right up there. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. The final award is the MVP of the NFL. And who do you have? I got Deshaun Watson. All right, I knew you were going to say him because you did say him in your hot takes episode and you have the Texans at 12 and 4. So everything lined up for that. I I mean, I assume uh I mean the team win, team success and individual success is just a perfect storm for MVP and yeah. yeah. So uh my Patrick Mahomes just because can't argue that against that. Like I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a bold thing to say he might like cuz players just don't win M- back-to-back MVPs very often. Sure. But I said it in my hot takes episode. Um, there's just no reason to think why he would like fall off that much. Like people are saying, like, oh, he will. Re- I, if I had to put an exact like numbers wise stat, I, well, well, his stats last year were like just over five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns, and twelve picks, right? Yeah. If I had a guess for this year, I'm saying same amount of yards. 5,000, maybe even a little bit more, 5,500. Um, I'm thinking 44, 45 touchdowns and maybe 14 picks. Yeah, those are. And that's going to be, that will be enough to win MVP. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs are going to be 13 and 3. So. Yeah, I was not between Rodgers. I mean, I was not between Wilson. I was not between Watson. <laughs> it's late. We're saying a lot of names a lot here. Of quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah, so I have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. So the final part of our show, this has been the longest episode in Hogland uh, podcast history, but very fitting. It's the 50th episode, and um, it's one of our favorites. So, all right. Time has come for the playoffs. I'm interested to see who Jack has going far now that the Colts are no longer in his playoffs. Um, But I guess we'll just run through the seeds real quick. Um. We'll start with the AFC. Run through your one through six in the AFC. One seed Chiefs, two Texans, three Steelers, four Patriots, five Chargers, six Ravens. All right. I have one one Chiefs, excuse me, uh, two Patriots, three Texans, four Steelers, five Browns, six Chargers. I really don't want to have the Ravens in, but. So we have the same whatever. teams. Except a little bit different uh, seedings, but you we flopped the Browns and the Ravens. Yeah. All right, the NFC. Um, one Falcons, two Bears, three Cowboys, four Rams, five Packers, six Panthers. Wow, the Eagles missing the playoffs. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this has never happened in NFL history for three 10 and 16s to miss, but that's what I have. <laughs> I got the Saints missing a 10-6. Vikings missing a 10-6, and the Eagles missing a 10-6. I mean, I, I do. That's why I have it so top heavy. Like teams like the Niners going four and twelve, Cardinals going three and thirteen, Giants being awful, Redskins being three and thirteen, Bucks being three and thirteen. Like that's just I don't know. There's oh. just a lot of good teams. Yeah, I, I had a little bit more um, spread, more of a dogfight, if you will. Like yeah. a lot of teams, like in the more than you, like, like per se, teams middle in the pack. I have the Falcons as the one, Eagles as the two, 
Seahawks as the three, Packers as the four, Bears as the five, and Rams as the six. Okay. All right. So I guess this will be relatively quickly. I mean, we don't, don't really have to explain why. I mean, maybe at the very end of our champion, but sure, we, but can, we, we can run through advocated for all, all, all these teams throughout, so. All right, so I, we'll just do how we d- have been doing uh, one conference at a time. So you can just roll through your AFC all together, and I'll roll through mine, and then we'll do it for the NFC. So go ahead. Um, so I got the Patriot, four Patriots over five Chargers, and I have the three Steelers over the six Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then... I have the three Steelers over the two Texans. Uh, I have the one Chiefs over the four Patriots. And then I got the one Chiefs over the three Steelers. All right. I have the three-seeded Texans over the six-seeded Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Had the Browns over the Steelers. Hate to say it. Um, Don't know why I just had a bad feeling about it. That won't happen. I hope it doesn't, obviously, but have the Browns over the Steelers. Um, then I have the one-seeded Chiefs being the five-seeded Browns. I have the two-seeded Patriots over the three-seeded Texans, and then I had I had a rematch of last year's AFC Championship, and I have the Chiefs winning this year. So I have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl as the one seed coming out of the AFC. Moving on to the NFC, um, you can go ahead and run through it all. I got the. Six seeded Panthers over the three Cowboys. Five Packers over the four Rams. I got the one Falcons over the six Panthers. I got the five Packers over the two Bears. And then. Oh, yeah. I got the five Packers over the one Falcons. All right. I have the um, three seeded Seahawks over the six seeded Rams. I have the five-seeded Bears over the four-seeded Packers. I have the one-seeded Falcons over the five-seeded Bears. I have the two-seeded Eagles over the three-seeded Seahawks. And I have the Falcons-Eagles in the NFC Championship. And I have the Eagles representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Okay. So I have the Andy Reid Bowl in the Super Bowl. Sure. That would be – I think that would be really interesting. Like, I'd be very nervous. Obviously, the closer the Eagles get, the more nervous I do get. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So who do you have winning it all? I got the Packers over the Chiefs. Nice. I have I, the I have the Chiefs over the Eagles. Thank I'm glad. God. I'm glad we didn't have the same one. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think for mine, the Chiefs are kind of the the pick that a lot of people are making. But I honestly think the Packers. What I've been hyping them up throughout this whole episode, they can contend. I think Lafleur can tap into this Aaron Rodgers that we the, that we all know that has. I think he's and many others think he's the best quarterback, most talented quarterback to ever play. And I, I McCarthy, was a huge inhibitor the past however many years he's been a coach. I mean Rodgers should have had more than one Super Bowl throughout his career. So I think this could be the year with this new coach. Very well. Um, just for, you know, and just for my prediction, for some reason, I just drawn up the Super Bowl in my mind and I have like very, everyone in Philadelphia is so pumped up, you know, they're in the Super Bowl for two, two out of the three years they're in the Super Bowl and the chiefs come in and they blow the doors off them, <laughs> and they win by like 30 points. <laughs> so I just picture that happening and that, that would be awesome. But I have the chiefs winning, um, uh, being the Eagles and best offense in football and 
I know they say defense wins championships, but in this case, it doesn't. So <laughs> that's how it is. All right. Wow. We made it. It's been... This uh, was lengthy. An hour and 40 minutes. And <laughs> the longest episode, probably by a decent margin. Um, but yeah, it's been our 50th one. Thank you, everybody, so much. I really didn't think I'd ever be here. I thought I would just maybe record a few episodes of the podcast and maybe be done with it but we've stuck with it all the way through yeah and um there's many more to come and the future is bright so thank you hogline nation for everything and if you honest if you made it through this one you're a real fan <laughs> um but i don't yeah. even blame you if you i mean if you skipped around and whatnot but yeah you know if you listen to any capacity we're very grateful for all of you and just thank you so much all right yeah ready to go it's very late it's uh nearly 3 a.m so <laughs> yeah uh we gotta get to bed but um thank you everyone for listening um as always find us on all the pa- podcast platforms soundcloud apple Podcasts, spotify and all that um follow the show on instagram we're taking a little bit of a break on the instagram page but we're gonna kick right back up for football season yeah um so we'll be ready to go a lot of exciting episodes to come throughout the fall and and beyond so and follow jack on instagram you know, you can find it somewhere. It's underscore Jack dot Manus underscore. Uh, follow me at Mitchell Manus. And um, we're a week away, folks, from football season. Enjoy. See ya.